Okay, as we continue with our Agile Sips, our letter for the day is B is for burn down. And let's extend that to include burn up. So B is for burn down and burn up. Now, usually along with that comes the connotation of a chart or a report. So you have a burn down chart or a burn down report or vice versa, a burn up chart and a burn up report. Now, it's commonly used in Scrum and other flavors of Agile. And on the surface, it's pretty straightforward. A burn down chart shows how much work is remaining to be done in the project. So you're burning down from based on what you've estimated as what needs to be done, you're burning down. So if that's in story points, let's say you are burning down to a release and that release might have X number of features. Those features are estimated at story points. And so you're each feature may be 40 story points and in your release you're going to have two features so that means you've got 80 story points so if each sprint you're burning down on average 20 story points you can see as you're taking away off of that 80 points now the opposite of burn up shows how much work has been completed so instead you just track sprint by sprint your story points as you complete it. Now, I dare say that the burn up lends itself to the MVP because the mindset is, is you're doing the minimum viable. So based on your product owner and your release and your reviews, with each release, you're looking and determining, are we done yet? So that could be at any point. Whereas a burn down, you've already got some bucket of numbers and so you're assuming that all of that work has to be done in order to be considered done done, so to speak. So that's why that's how the burn up chart got introduced. By and large, most people are first taught and introduced to burn down, but it's definitely worth looking into burn up. Okay. Um, these charts are particularly widely used, as I mentioned, in Agile and Scrum, but they can be used in any work breakdown structure, which is traditional in the uh, IT project management uh, arena. The Let's explore a little bit more, uh, because there's always more to the story. Um, foremost... When you're doing your burn down chart, you use your X axis and that's the project or iteration timeline. You use your Y axis. That's the work that needs to be completed for the project. The time or story points estimated for the work remaining will be represented by the Y axis. The project start point. This is the furthest point to the left of the chart and occurs at day zero of the project. So that's your start, then your end point. This is the point that is the furthest to the right of the chart and occurs on the predicted last day of the projection. 
Now, the numbers of worker and the efficiency factor is how you determine your velocity. And what you're doing is you're tracking your estimated velocity early on or your estimated um, days and points per sprint. And then you refine that over time to come out with the average or median. The whole purpose of the burn up and burn down is so that you can have consistency in your estimating. Um, and over time, you, you learn what factors impact your velocity or your ability to deliver on your total story points. So, for example, there are an estimated 28 days of work to be done, and there are two developers working on the project who work at an efficiency of about 70%. Um, therefore, the work should be completed in 28 divided by 2 divided by 0.7, and that equals 20 days. Okay? And, uh, again, uh, keep in mind, the efficiency number, for example, 70%. If there are distractions or other work that's outside of the project work, that number can fluctuate greatly. If there's administrative tests, if they're going to training. Um, at the start point, the ideal line shows the sum of the estimates for all the tasks that needs to be done or needs to be completed. At the end point, the ideal line intercepts the X axis showing that there is no work left to be completed. Some people take issue with calling this the ideal line as it's not generally true that the goal is to follow this line. The line is a mathematical calculation based on estimates and the estimates are more likely to be in error than the work. The goal of the burn down chart is to display the progress toward completion and give an estimate on a likelihood of timely completion. And so, if anything, instead of just trying to push yourself toward that ideal line, you can, in retrospect, look back and look at what factors kept you from keeping on the straight and narrow, so to speak, on the ideal line. And those are the things that, from a scrum master um, and management team, how to keep those roadblocks and those distractions from keeping programs for giving their 70%. Or accepting that they're part of the reality and it's okay. Okay. There's the actual work remaining line. And again, this shows the actual work remaining at the start point And the actual work remaining is the same as the ideal work remaining. But as time progresses, the actual work line fluctuates above and below the ideal line. Um, depending on this disparity between estimates and how effective the team is. In general, a new point is added to this line Every day of the project, each day, the sum of the time or story point estimates for work that was recently completed is subtracted from the last point in the line to determine the next point. All of this is about measuring performance, understanding variability and time estimates, and removing any of those roadblocks. This is so important for scrum masters. It's not just to keep pushing people to keep trying to work toward the ideal line, but better understanding and communicating up to management why there are some exceptions to the estimates. Um, so this is a, a tool for the scrum master and scrum masters who are properly taught that their role is to protect the team, not pressure them. This isn't the old project management command and control where you set 
dates and milestones and push the team by any means necessary. It's quite the opposite. You want to communicate up to management those things that are causing distractions from the velocity of the team, those that are justified, and then those that can be managed. So I hope this gives you some new insight into burn up and burn down. It can be used for good. It's valuable. It's important for your progress. It should be a point that people rally around to celebrate progress, not to punish those doing the work. So hope this sip of agile information has been helpful and we'll continue bringing you our 10 minute STEM information podcast daily. A through Z. Stay with us.